cool water refreshes parched throats? What is such cool water when thirsting for justice? Facing the truth of hard reality and, and welcoming changes that are right are cool water in these heated times. The Holy Gospel pointed to Matthew, the 10th chapter. Jesus said to them, Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord. There is nothing as refreshing and satisfying as a cool glass of water on a hot afternoon after mowing lawn. When we had in-house worship, following the service, always ready were coffee and refreshments set out by dedicated servants, seldom acknowledged. And yet we are blessed, something to sip as we laugh with friends. These servants honor us with their care, and none of these will lose their reward. Jesus had just told his fragile followers that hardships and misunderstandings uh, that they are enduring are what happens when choosing what's right that challenges the way things are. They've been kicked out of home and family because of choosing to follow Jesus. They have been attacked for calling out the inhumanity of particular policies. They have taken abuse for standing with the poor. And Jesus reminded them that standing with such ones, choosing to side with what is right by God's standards, joining their struggle by offering even just a small glass of water on a hot march, will be noticed and acknowledged by God. There was a time in America when cool water was denied, when a drink from a fountain labeled whites only was illegal for some people. And there was a time when a cup of cold water was an act of defying one's own government. The prophet Jeremiah wrote during the time of impending disaster for the nation the country to the north had already been invaded and conquered. Powerful armies gathered at the border of Judah. Kings and politicians offered compromise while at the same time betraying allies and negotiating secret deals. And people were afraid. Things were not looking good. The uncertainty was unbearable. In the midst of widespread stress and threat, people needed a word of encouragement a word of hope, of assurance. Hananiah brought a, that word of assurance. Speaking like a prophet, using the words of a prophet, he spoke with authority, he spoke with clarity, and he said God will soon intercede to save the kingdom. Even Jeremiah hoped that it was true. Now the prophets of God are a strange bunch. They always seem to be out of step with the rest. They always seem to, to put a damper on enthusiasm. 
Jeremiah was carrying around a yoke for oxen on his neck. Everyone else dressed in fine clothes, uh, looked their best in public. But here was Jeremiah bumping through the crowd with a big wooden yoke across his back. It was a symbol of harsh things to come. It was a visual aid of Jeremiah's prediction of doom. It was very much unwelcomed news to a people already stressed. Hananiah's message sounded better. So what do we need to hear in such times? Prophets are not fortune tellers. Prophets of the Bible and prophets of today are those who take honest assessment of current reality, who read the times and see through illusions and false hopes, who listen to God whether the news be good or bad, who serve as a reality check on false promises and false hopes. Judah was about to enter disaster. It, it, it would not end up well for them. Jeremiah saw it coming. No positive message or denying of facts was going to change that. But Jeremiah did have advice on how to prepare for it. Jeremiah, Jeremiah advised the people to prepare for the long haul. He reminded them that it would be a long time, but it would not be forever. To the exiles captured and removed, he advised to, to seek the welfare of the city where they are brought, to build up and work hard because the good of the city will be good for them personally. Jeremiah reminded them that though the worst may come, God will remember. God will preserve them. God will, will bring them to a new and better time. We here in the United States will be enduring COVID-19 for some time. The pandemic will not go away soon, perhaps lasting another year. Our economy will take years to recover. Some jobs are permanently lost. Resolving racial issues will take conversation and hard decisions with, with tremendous adjustments in our nation's character. And Lake Nokomis Lutheran Church will be changed dramatically. We will not be returning to in-house worship anytime soon. And the next four months on the national scene will see disturbing, hurtful political campaigns. From now until November, there will be angry words and desperate actions. It will take intentional effort to practice goodwill as inoculation against the coming mean-spiritedness. Jesus was preparing his, his followers for the long haul to come, for the backlash and, and personal attacks as well-meaning words become real-world social change. Jesus reminds them that not everyone is against you. There will be those welcoming the change, there are those ready to join what needs to be done. God has not withdrawn from threats and uncertainty. God is still speaking and still redeeming. Late Nicomas Lutheran Church is caught up in the world's changes, shuttered by quarantine, neighbor to sites of protests and rioting, 
members anxious and worried for personal health and for job security. But God has not withdrawn in this time. God is still redeeming and blessing. Redeeming means changing for the better. Blessing is, is the good and right that comes with God. Lake Nokomis Lutheran Church is changing, but the change is toward a better future and a better response to God's mission. Now this congregation is blessed with good, wise, capable leaders. This is a congregation with caring ministries serving members and those beyond. There are exciting things in the near future for this church. Your next pastor will be coming in, a, in, a, in the coming months making a new era in your church's history and renewed enthusiasm for being church for our neighbors. And the dream of, of three churches and shared building is coming to bloom. How this could work and what it will mean is coming into clarity. In the coming months, members of each church will see the practical ways that this can work. It can be a tremendous witness of God shaping church differently to respond to a rapidly changing world. Lake Nokomis, by God's blessing, now finds itself financially stable. We entered the year with a deficit budget. Entering summer, your faithful, consistent support has kept this church in the black. You will be entering ministry with the next pastor in a strong financial position. And now, Hope Lutheran Church members are inquiring how they might become part of this congregation. The exciting developments at Lake Nokomis are attracting the desire of others to join. Hope Lutheran Church is an added blessing not even dreamed at the start of this year. The prophet Jeremiah counseled that the troubles of the time would continue and added disaster awaits and the multiple challenges to our society and nation and to our congregation will continue for a time. There will be an additional twist before this is over and a, a national election looms soon. Yet Lake Nokomis Lutheran Church is entering a time of unforeseen blessing. While changes and difficulties will continue for a while, this church is experiencing opportunities and advantages not expected a year ago. Cool water, welcome relief. God brings bright future and blessed days ahead. Amen.